Welcome back to another episode of the Prometheus Podcast. We're shooting episode five today. I'm joined with Jackson, Hendry, and Luke. How how's your week been, boys? Yeah, um, pretty pretty intense actually. Um, a lot going on at work at the moment. Uh, trying to get a lot of extra things done as well. Um, just trying to make the time and yeah, really uh, yeah, seeing how I go, trying to find my feet and getting through things so pretty good yeah it's a it's been it's been a really busy week for me as well um work's been piling up since i'm getting towards the end of contract for me uh kind of changed my habits a little bit in terms of going to the gym a little earlier now in the morning um it's been pretty good been waking up like a lot more fresh and kind of like motivated to get the day started nice I'm actually uh, still on call for work at the moment. Oh, yeah. I phone down here, but yeah, busy. It's, um, same same deal though. But and I, I do like that uh, what you're saying about getting those early morning um, workouts in. So yeah, I, I'm I'm big on that. Just getting some early morning exercise in, just so you actually do feel refreshing for the day. So that's um, yeah, that's that's a call out worth making. I reckon. What about yourself? Yeah, um, just had one of my exams uh, this past week. So I reckon it went pretty well. Um, was able to walk out half an hour early, which is always good because if you, the last 15 minutes, you're not allowed to leave. So even if you're done, you have to sit there and then they they make you leave row by row. So you just be sitting there for ages. So it's always every single exam you want to finish before that last 15 minutes. So that's always um, the extra challenge on top of the already difficult exam. But yeah, I was pretty happy with how it went. Um, and yeah, just now preparing for the next one um, next week. So all's good in the hood. Lovely, lovely. Well, um, not sure about you guys, but one thing that I was thinking about, yeah, all week, um, just wanted to get a gauge with you guys of like kind of who your inspirations are, like who you all have in your mind. Uh, it might be from your know, years ago, uh, from past you know, idols or, or whatever it is. But I really wanted to, to get a gauge of like what type of people we're all like aspiring to be. Um, yeah, just want to like throw it out there. Just um. It's a pretty good topic. Um, I, I guess I'll start off. One uh, there's not really aspiring to be, but one inspiration of mine is an artist called Russ. Um, <clears throat> I went to see him. He came to Melbourne like last year, June-ish. Um, it was an upcoming artist back then. And the thing that I like about him is that he was always, like, he's been doing it for, like, 12 years, 15 years, like, just kind of not blowing up, kind of just being, like, a 100-view plays or something, just, like, a little kind of artist. But the thing that kind of gives me inspiration from him is he was always able to stay motivated no matter what. Like, um, some songs will flop or some songs won't go as well as what he thought it would go, but he was always back and is recording, putting out music, and all that um and like these days he's selling out staples center he's like selling all arenas around the world these days making fourteen thousand, like selling fourteen thousand tickets a show and all that yeah so what, what type of like work does he do like what type of like you said he's an artist like yeah. what does he actually do so he's a hip-hop uh, slash r&b artist um and it's, it's 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 crazy to see that like how if you just you can just come up just being like an average kind of person, but like being that, like have that motivational drive behind you and then like just putting in work every single day and eventually it will pay off. And the thing that I like about him is that like 
is always family orientated as well. So he goes tours around the world, but everywhere he goes, he brings his mum with him. Mm. So like, he'll he'll just come, like last time he came to Australia, he brought his mum. He went to Europe, took his mum, and it's like it's just crazy how like um, he he could just stay so humble and he's like purchased his mum like two houses now, his sister's cars, his brother's cars, houses and all that. Yeah. So yeah, it's it's pretty cool to kind of get like inspiration from like someone like that. Yeah. Well, one thing that just stuck out to me then you were just saying how he'd been putting that work in for so many years and now like you're just noticing it now so I think a lot of people when they see new upcoming artists they they look at that and they think that they've just like blown up from one track or something and then now they're starting to get recognized but they actually have no idea like that one um, artist or, or rapper or whoever it is they've been producing music for the last 20 years and it, the ups and the downs and like you're saying some flop some succeed but it's always I think definitely because yeah music like if you have a top chart in song like everyone automatically then jumps on the band bandwagon I know an artist that I, I've followed for many years um, NF he recently had yeah a song uh, Let You Down and it was on yeah the radio here in Australia and other than that it was normally just like yeah he's YouTube in, in America but like yeah people hear that song and then they then just assume oh that that was his breakout song but it's been a following since yeah years and years and years and they put so much hours and so many years just into making being able to make that big break it's not as simple as just make it really some one great song like it's a consistent craft that you have to do for your 10 20 years it just goes to show like like you have to put in the work for you to like like reap the benefits later on in life like not everything happens like straight away um, and and you, you have to like slowly chip away at the workload for you to then kind of find that success and it, and like you said like people just see it as like one breakout song oh, like that was it like they don't they don't see the catalog behind or yeah. something like that yeah yeah and that, that's probably like a massive talking point like these days as well is that you know people are trying to get into an industry or they're trying to you know be this breakout star and they think it's gonna they need that one track or they need that that one piece of you know of content to, to break out but yeah it, it's such a misconception that everyone sits there and they're, they're trying to break into this industry and then they think oh I've been doing this for you know six months and why don't I have all this following why don't I have all this traction and they don't realize that the people that they are following the people that they inspire to be have actually gone through years and years and years of not being followed of, of not being heard of and now they're just blowing up yeah. so it's I reckon yeah like that's probably something along those lines um, that's like yeah something that if you understand it and how you are you're saying it it's like a really good um, you know like inspiration like to follow yeah. yeah for sure what about yourself Jackson? me? Um, I'm not so much of a in terms of inspiration I'm not so much of a um, kind of celebrity inspiration or someone who's achieved so much um, as an inspiration it's for me it's more so the type of person um, so for me um, in, so basically in my family, uh, my inspiration is my grandfather, right? So, um, the things that he did for his family, um, you know, the, the struggles that he put himself through so his family could, um, basically, you know, live on and, and live happily. Um, you know, doing those things, making the, the sacrifices, I think sacrifice is probably like my biggest, um, you know, motivator. I think, you know, if you've got someone that's willing to sacrifice, a part of their life for yours like hands down they're like the you know the best type of person you can be so like having that inspiration 
on a, I guess, a personal level as opposed to a business level or a career level, I think, yeah, that's really important as well. So in terms, yeah, for me, it's my grandfather. Um, but, you know, there's there's countless in terms of, yeah, business opportunity, um, you know, um, kind of that motivation drive, whatnot. But for me, inspiration really comes down to the person you are. Um, so, yeah, that's mine. Nice. So. Well, sacrifice was, yeah, an interesting one. So I think there's like two parts to it, like you said. So one is you sacrifice. If, if someone is sacrificing um, their time, their energy or anything um, with that individual for you, you then have that accountability to be able to yeah, make good on that sacrifice. And then the other side to the coin is if then you sacrifice something, like say it's it's a birthday that you can't go to because for whatever reason, you're, if you're an artist, you're, you might be on tour. So then maybe you miss your brother's birthday. Since that sacrifice has happened because you're trying to accomplish something, yeah. you then owe it to whoever um, that is or that family member, whatever it is, to make sure you make the most of that time. Because if you can't make it to that birthday, you have to make sure that sacrifice just wasn't in vain. You got to make sure that you would kill it out on stage or something because you've obviously sacrificed a lot to get to the point to where you are now. So that's where that motivation factor comes into it where yeah it's you're not just yeah you're not just focused on on yourself or what's in front of you if you've sacrificed things to get to where you are that is just fuel to the fire and that's how i've always seen sacrifice and that, yeah i've always been real big on that that if you make sacrifices to get to where you where, where you actually want to be you got to make sure that those sacrifices are worth it so you can't just be sitting there yeah messing around stuffing around wasting your time because you've put sacrifices in to to reach where you're trying to go so you gotta make yeah good on that promise that you may have made to yeah your mother or or your brother or someone like that. So that's that's what I got out of that. And I think also like on a personal level, it's you make a sacrifice for someone else. Yeah, they're gonna be more inclined to make a sacrifice for you later on. So in terms of the relationships you have with your family, with your friends, um, it's gonna be much more accommodating, like in in a, in a respect for you know they're gonna be more accommodating for you. You're gonna be more accommodating for them. Um, if someone's in a time of trouble or, or if you're in a time of trouble and you need someone's help but you know three years ago you weren't willing to make a sacrifice for them they're going to look back and say well you know why am I going to make the sacrifice for you so I think it's like that kind of swings and roundabouts kind of mindset whereas you know it's backwards and forwards it's a two way street you know you give what you take you take what you give as well so Pretty good. do you have any inspiration Ali? Yeah. yeah um uh, I'm more so in the boat as Jackson. Like I am kind of, I tend to be someone who's not really looking up to, I guess, conventional celebrities. There is, I, there is, I guess, one person who I kind of do look up to a bit. Um, he's a bit of a weird bloke, but Elon Musk. Um, um, I won't pretend to know a lot about him. I, I bought his um, biography. I haven't read it yet, but um, he just... From what I know from a distance, and again, I, I don't know a lot about him, but um, he, he seems to have such a vision um, for what he, he wants for humanity and the future of humanity, but also um, his ability to think long-term and create an action plan and carry that out. So whether that's what, he, what he's doing with Tesla or what he's trying to do with SpaceX, there's so much he's trying to do to progress humanity as a whole and I think that mentality is so rare amongst I guess this elite where 
they could just keep that money for themselves. And no doubt Elon Musk is probably a very rich man, but there's also stories of him, you know, sleeping on the Tesla factory yeah. floors or yeah, sleeping in his office or, you know, he, he had to borrow money from his friends because he put all of his money that he, he had from, you know, selling PayPal or whatever to put back into Tesla when it was about to choke or to putting it into SpaceX when it was about to go bankrupt. And there's, there's something so commendable about that. And that leads into, I guess, my part two of this answer which is coming back to what jackson was saying it's it's a it's a type of person but more so a characteristic of people and it's it's taking action and to me i think the most dangerous force in this world is apathy more dangerous than ignorance because ignorance can be cured quite easily ignorance is just not knowing something so you can educate people on a topic you can share information you can do all that and that process can cure ignorance. But apathy is so destructive because apathy is inaction despite knowing something. Mm-hmm. So you can know what you're doing is bad for you. You can know what you're doing is bad for the environment. It's bad for the earth. It's, it's just bad for society. And then so many of us, myself included, everybody, we all succumb to apathy to some extent. We'll know that this is a moment of weakness or we're doing something just because it's convenient and we'll ignore hard truths just because they're inconvenient and will let apathy take control but say if you take elon musk for example he's not showing apathy because he's very conscious of these universal problems not just affecting any one person or any one country Mm. but the whole world humanity as a whole he's addressing these actions and he's putting his money where his mouth is he's saying all right well i'm willing to put everything into my dream to make it happen because I'm fully aware that if I just having these thoughts, if I'm having these dreams and I'm not pursuing them, or if I'm aware of problems and I'm not trying to solve them, then, you know, you're, you're just a fraud. You're, you're just, you know, you're, not, you're just wasting that potential. And my favorite type of person in this world is just not even like this. Let's ignore Elon Musk for a second. It's just you're a regular person that you meet on the street or just someone you meet in class or someone you meet in a workplace and you talk to them and there's, and it's something what you guys were saying too, they're sacrificing in some way for their beliefs. And it doesn't matter if you personally agree with those beliefs, but just the ability to to give parts of yourself into, um, I guess, something that you believe in or, you know, just holding a belief and actually acting on it. It's so impressive to me because it's so, so easy to just let, it's called cognitive dissonance. So cognitive dissonance basically is holding one belief but acting in another way it's it's you see it very commonly in people who smoke because smokers know very well that it's bad for them and that it will cause cancer and it'll cause a whole bunch of health problems but they might not act on it in terms of their behavior they'll still smoke and there's just like a level of mental gymnastics that occurs it's somehow convincing yourself that maybe you're an exception or maybe this won't affect you mm. and it's this thing that everybody does you might not smoke but you might be contributing to societal problems in another way. And this has been a very long answer and I'll, I'll stop talking in a minute, but <laughs> it's, it's, this is just like huge for me. It's just, I have so much love in my heart for people who will just take action on what they believe in and follow through on it. Because I think that's just such a rare trait to have, but such an impressive and an important trait to have. Yeah. Well, I have a hundred things to say. I'll, I'll remember what you were just talking about, but going back to the, what you talked about at the very start about 
Um, and you mentioned it, Jackson, as well, not really having really an inspiration for someone in the, the limelight or, or like the celebrity nature. Um, I think there's a real big problem with our society where a lot of people see those celebrities and they idolize them so much and they want to be them. Yeah. And we previously covered it at our last podcast about um, comparing yourselves um, to other people and all of that. And I think, yeah, that celebrity nature, people look up to, yeah, these celebrities and, and how it's just all the highlights, it's, it's none of the bad and it's all just kind of distorted and manipulated and, and that's part of what the media does as well. So everything's um, shown in a certain type of frame and even like yeah, elections or anything like that, whatever the media company, whoever the owners are, like everything's always just structured a certain way and manipulated and yeah. celebrity culture like that that's the nature of it as well it's not all um, realistic a lot of it is is yeah a false reality that feed into um, society as a whole so i think a real big one there is yeah being yeah aware of that because yeah you can idolize someone like elon musk who, who does have a following and is regarded as like a celebrity so to speak but um there's just that fine line between well yeah do you idolize the man or woman and, and what they actually stand for and who they are as individuals or are you idolizing them just for the fact that they're popular or they're out there they're making music they they have millions and millions of followers and they're influential in that way like do they influence others or are they just out there for themselves and they have that influence on everyone else yeah i, I find that um yeah in terms of that celebrity kind of inspiration i think a lot of people they don't, yeah. They, they don't look at a celebrity and say, "You, you really influence a wide range of people. You influence the community that I live in or that I'm a part of." They literally look at it and say, "Oh, you're a successful person. You got a lot of money. I want to be like you." And because, yeah, it's and again, like, you know, as, as you were saying from that our last podcast, it's that materialistic value of people and the belief of being successful is what gives people inspiration. And I think that. You know, it's 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 important to look at the value that people are giving to other people as opposed to the value they hold, like monetarily. So that's pretty good. Um, it's just like yeah, going back to what I was saying like earlier on, it's like how I was saying like you draw motivation from that. It's like you can, like I agree with you, like you guys is like you're idolizing someone in terms of like the monetary value. That's not the good kind of side to me, in my opinion. But if you can look up to how someone has their story, they're behind it, but you can draw motivation from that to kind of like be like, all right, well, I want to go in my direction. I want to go do my thing in life. But I can see how someone has done it in such a different way that I'm going to pull and pick a couple of things that will give me some motivation to kind of keep on my journey. It's be, it's like if you idolize someone just because they're rich, it's like you're not, you're not going to see how they've come up. You're not going to see how they've done it. And you're just going to, and if you're like, oh, I want to be rich just like this person, you're you're not really going to be like, oh, well, I'm going to do this and I'm going to somehow get rich because you don't have a direction if you just want to be like this person. You just got to pull the motivation from someone who's already done it, who's someone who's come up or something for you to kind of be like, well, if someone else can do it, I can do it. This is how they've done it. I'm going to do it this way. I'm going to do it my way because that's the only way I'm going to succeed in life because you're in control of your own life at the end of the day. Yeah. 
Oh, 100%. Like, yeah. like not, not going down the lines of, you, yeah, you can't have an inspirational person that's, yeah. that's rich. Like, you know, obviously they've done something to get there. Mm-hmm. And as you said, it's that process that you, you're probably inspired by is the process or the type of person they are as opposed to what, you know, they're valued at. And then another one that I picked up, yeah, from that, so there was that celebrity one, but with what you were talking about, Ali, that you have, yeah, so much love for individuals who, who yeah, sacrifice, yeah, for others or even can take the, the lens off, um, their own vision and see that it's not just it's not just me in this world it's not even just my immediate family it's not even my community like there is a there's worldwide issues right now that could be addressed and people could be doing something about it but so many people just choose to ignore it so that uh yeah that quote that i paraphrase where it's it's not that um yeah like that kind of true evil is when good people yes stand by and don't actually do anything yeah. so and, and that's a big issue with our world today and how how we run as a society but to idolize someone but focus in on their actual core values and their core beliefs and what they stand for and like you were saying it's not even the fact that you don't have to agree with their views and values but there is so much honor in someone who will yes yeah, stand by their views and they won't yeah, crumble to society um, or social pressure or anything like that if they have a re- like an actual core view that they're willing to yeah, live, breathe and die by. Yeah. Like that is an inspiration in itself and you don't have to agree with the view necessarily, but that strength and courage of just yeah, living and breathing by it, there's so much value in that as well. And if you can honour that and you can yeah, see it and you can draw inspiration from that, and that's what a lot of people today, I believe, should actually be doing with their idols it's not about the money it's about what did they have to achieve sacrifice and go through to actually get to that final um yeah, stage in their life and whatever that is draw from that because that's the character that has defined them throughout this entire journey that they've been on yeah and i actually want to ask you guys a question because i've been thinking about this a lot and i don't know if there is like a clear answer to it but there's this idea I think it's called like moral absolutism, moral absolutism. So I see it in my friends, I see it in my family and I see it in society in general and the people around me where there's this idea that if someone, they might be a celebrity or they might be a political figure or they might be just someone who does have a certain audience and they might do something bad or they might have disagreeable aspects of their personality and they also have done good things and they also have added value. So it's like a mix. It's not clear whether or not they're like a wholly good person or a wholly bad person. But I feel like there's such a tendency where there is any bit of negativity in someone to stamp them out and be and just write them out completely as just a bad person. Mm. So, so say if we bring that to Elon Musk again, Elon Musk is a weird dude, like a very weird dude. And if you look at his Twitter posts, he's mm. always just abusing people and just being super strange and people will take that and say all right well elon musk is a bad bloke um he doesn't deserve the fame he has he's he's a total waste and i don't understand that mentality because yes that's super weird but can we not compartmentalize aspects of someone's identity and say okay that's weird but there's still so much value he's bringing because say martin luther king civil rights activist huge in like huge player in history and the world we live in today. He cheated on his wife a lot. He cheated on his wife a lot. Um, and people don't look at that, don't look at a person like him because 
he had such an important role to play in the narrative of like humanity. Albert Einstein, who's insane. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, and even even say this is like pretty controversial, but I think Kanye West is a pretty good artist. Like I don't I don't have a problem with him. I think his art is meaningful and has a lot of value to give to a lot of people. Um, but people would look at someone like Kanye West and say, oh, well, he says all these weird things and he does all these weird things. So therefore, Kanye West, regardless of whether he's an artist, regardless of whether he's trying to bring beauty or something into the world, he's just, he's just a waste. He's just bad. And I want to know your opinion on well, what is the answer? Like, is there, should we have a bigger focus on not just labeling people as wholly good or wholly evil and trying to see the complex nature of humanity that's within us all because it's, it's a very like fairy tale notion right we as humans we want things to be very simple we want there to be a good force and an evil force and we want it to be very clear-cut we don't like the messy in between but the reality is, is we're all that messy in between like in me there's evil in you there's evil but there's also good in all of us and it's all about like towing the line and trying to be the best version you can be but I think it's destructive when we look at these celebrities and say, oh, they did this one bad thing or they're acting up a bit, so they're just bad. But we don't do that to each other. So how do we lens, how do we frame this and find idolization or find heroes amongst normal flawed people? I think, yeah, like, as uh, like as is like society these days is like social media and all that, it's so easy to push someone down and it's so like news gets around like the you know every time there's like bad news it like gets publicized everywhere like let's say like Kanye right he says something controversial that gets publicized everywhere for our Instagram for our YouTube and all that so the viewers that see it they just see the bad they don't see the good that he's done they don't see the art of like the good music that he's put out they only see the bad side to it and you know as humans if, if you see like I don't, I don't for some reason I think that like when people see someone succeeding they just want to drag them down so then as soon as the negative like news comes out let's say like Elon Musk has been in controversial news as well like everyone's like oh let me sell my like Tesla stocks let me sell that like I'm just done like and then people just hate like I think it's so easy to hate but it's so easy to like, it's so hard to praise someone right like it's weird because in my like head like i just have love to show like i don't really hate anyone anymore like if you go back a couple of years when like life was a really mess for me like then yeah i had really ne like negative sides to the world but like now these days it's like it doesn't matter if someone's done bad in their like life like you can change your life no matter what like this like, but anyone always people always look at the bad part you know like people will be like oh you did this you did that and it's like they won't look at the good that you've done for the world because it's so easy to hate on someone to make them feel better. Yeah. I think just touching on that, with you saying it's so hard to praise people these days, I think because of this, you know, this, this whole topic we're talking about, you know, people are defining people as absolutely, you know, good, absolutely bad. And it's like, well, you know, are other people going to think that I'm bad if I praise this person? And, it, and vice versa as well. So it's it's so hard to praise someone, but then also if there's someone who is so well-liked, there is so, someone who is succeeding well and everyone likes them, it's so hard to put a you know a bad stamp on them because then you know, it, it's that whole social aspect of being accepted. So then that's almost, you know, comparing yourself to others, what, what your social views are, all this kind of stuff. And, you know, it's, 
in terms of putting a good or a bad stamp on people, I totally disagree on doing that. I think that, you know, um, someone might, you, you don't know what people are going through. Um, you know, someone might be going through hardships, you know, someone, they might have lost a family member. They might have, I don't know, dropped out of school. They might have lost their job. I don't know. But like, if, you know, if you've been going your whole life trying to do the best by everyone you can, and then at some stage, one thing slips up, I, uh, like, yeah, you shouldn't be just, you know, it's, badly stamped for that like just you know push to the side see you later i think that you know if, if if you're able to acknowledge you've done something wrong and then you know rectify it or, or fix it or um you know make amends with people then you, know, you shouldn't be shunned at all if you're you know it, it, it it's really the impression you give on other people but it's also the like the perspective that other people have on you as well it, it's there's so so much diversity in what people can see as to what you can put out Sorry, <coughs> excuse me. Um, but yeah, so much diversity um, from yeah how people see you as to as to what you perceive yourself as is yeah it, it's almost impossible to label someone as good and bad. Like it's it's basically out of the question. But still, we do it today. Like it's ridiculous. Yeah. Well, I, 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 it's a good question, Arlie, and I, I don't think I can answer it. But just to bring it um, to a bit more of a yeah uh, personal level to to view it as and like because with what you were saying Hendry, it's so easy for the media to just pick apart when someone does something wrong mm -hmm. like yeah elon musk has been um in the firing squad a bit recently as well so it's like yeah the media can do it and that's what the media has always been like so if i move away from that a bit and i go down to a bit more of a personal level from my perspective to it all so like with the whole yeah good bad in between type messy scenario like i don't have an answer so i'm just going to rent on a bit of a personal um, yeah. yeah um scenario but like so for me i always heavily focused on like the negative side to like who i was and like i've always like done it pretty much it's only really been this last year or so where like i've tried to yeah compare the two and find the middle ground but even just whether it was school even at work i'm i guess looked at and perceived by a lot of the staff as like the big bad wolf like so that's just like it's the role that i play a bit and there's probably some reasons why like i did um i play those roles throughout either school or even work because there's some um yeah value in it especially in like leadership roles like sometimes like you have to be a good cop bad cop like sometimes that's just the way like society works a bit but i struggled a lot of like seeing like that good side to it all um yeah, and whether it was school or work, but what I realized this year to actually try to get to that next level or be the person that, yeah, you're trying to be, it's about recognizing, yeah, the good and the bad and coming to terms of both parts to it all. Because although I focused heavily on the negative side to it, there's a lot of people on the other side of the spectrum as well that just think everything they do is the right thing. And no matter how bad um whatever like no matter what they do to someone no matter how bad it is they can't actually even perceive it as that because they just think they are just yeah all, all that they yeah. think they're perfect everything they do is the right move everyone else is wrong and, and they're not and i think that's equally destructive than focusing on just the bad and thinking no matter what you do you either yeah, hurt people or you do bad things i think it's yeah just as bad focusing on thinking you just do everything right and I've yeah noticed that with a lot of people and I've bumped heads with a lot of people like that because for one, I'm probably on the other side of the yeah. spectrum and, and they're not. And yeah. like I probably perceive a lot of things that I do as being yeah, negative or bad. But yeah, you speak to someone and they could 
yeah, cheat on their partner or do something like that. And there's always an excuse. There's always some other reason for it and they just can't even recognize it. What they're doing to their friends, their family, to society as a whole is just negative. They just think it's correct. And I think that's um, yeah, real toxic. And of course, it's toxic of being the other end. But yeah, one thing that I've definitely done is just yeah, focus on both parts to it all and just be content with both parts. I didn't just ignore it and go, oh, well, nah, you know, Luke, all good. Things that you may have done, like they were justified. I didn't say that. I go, yeah, there's, there's good, there is bad. There's that middle ground and just really focusing in on that. And you only can be the person you're meant to be when you actually... Um, recognize it and understand that both hold power and both are just equal it's really that whole yin and yang type cycle you are you do have bad parts to yourself and you also have good parts and the true power of oneself only comes into um, only comes into factor when you understand that it's both light and dark good and bad and if you can just come to terms with that and come to terms with that's just who you are as a person that's just how people are then it makes it a lot easier to just um, being able to yeah, recognize those and, and make probably morally correct decisions a lot more than just thinking you're all good or you're all bad. Mm. But yeah, I don't, I don't think you can classify someone as a good person or a bad person. I think you know the the amount of you know complexity in someone's life, you just can't do it. Honestly, you just there's no way of defining someone yeah purely good, purely bad. Um, I, I, honestly, yeah, from my perspective, you yeah. just can't do it. Yeah. But then, so I will challenge you on that then. So, but there are people throughout history who have done, um, yeah, complete heinous or just destructive things throughout like their entire life. So how would you then classify those people if, if you could? Well, I mean, so, so as an example, so you would say, all right, so someone's grown up um, and, you know, as they've gotten older, they've, you know, what, m- murdering assaults. Um, you know, being crim- like your criminals is that, is that like the type of people you're talking about? Well, well there's people even higher above that who yeah. Yeah, their entire, like you got corporations, probably more nowadays it's not like we have people running around um, starting wars as much as mm-hmm. maybe um, back in the day but corporations in general, like if you take those as an entity who they don't care about, a lot of them just don't care about people, like it's all about money and murder and murder runs the world and money runs the world so is like, how would you describe those? And I, I'm just asking to, to challenge it. But well, I mean, it's it's a pretty tough position to, to sit in. Um, it's if you get, you get people that, yeah, day by day are, are doing these things, and they know full well they're doing them. Yeah, that that's that's almost you know you could be almost categorized into what you were saying before, where they're doing what they're doing, and they don't think it's wrong. Hmm. So like, you could be sitting that light, you could be sitting there, and you could be someone that sits there and just, you know loves to you know manipulate people loves to you know um be at the head of an organization that just runs on you know yeah murders as you were saying or you know um things like that you know for someone doing that will you know that in terms of knowing them on a personal level that might be their business or you know they might be in that business when they go home they can be a completely different person so to their family they they could be you know a loving father or a loving mother Um, so you could see, look at it kind of both ways, but it, without knowing them, the individual on a personal level, it's hard, very hard to kind of differentiate, but I would be putting that, you know, someone doing that. Yeah. I'd be saying more towards you're a shit bloke, basically. Um, you know, it's, 
yeah, the things behind the scenes, as we've been talking about this whole podcast, is you know, if you don't know someone's full life details or full life story, you know, they might have been brought up in a very hostile situation, you know, and that's triggered something in them, and now they have no idea what they're doing is wrong, and they're just going out and doing it, and yeah, you know, that, that's what it is. So it's it's more so knowing someone on a personal level, uh, and I think even in that situation, if you don't know someone's you know, life story, it's very hard to to say you are just a bad person. Yeah, yeah. To just make a judgment and put yeah, it in the box. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I have like, I have thought about this quite a bit. Um, so I do I do have a bit of an answer ready for it. Um, and it you you touched on it towards the end there. Um, if you say we're taking someone who does seem quite at the extreme, well, and this is I guess my personal view on free will as a concept in, entirely, but I, I'd say that. You know, coming back to that, um, you know, the age-old debate where if it's like the environment that influences you or is it your genes, is it how you're born? And if you take those two things into consideration, you don't, you can't control your genes. You can't control the body with which you come into this world with and you can't control the certain dispositions that you might have. And you can't control your environment because your environment starts acting on you before you get a chance to act on it. Because when you're a baby... Your mom's tending to you, your dad's tending to you, the world is tending to you before you have a chance to change your environment. So both of these things are influencing you before you ever get a chance to have a say, really. And so basically, fundamentally, and there's people who disagree with this line of thought, but to me, it's hard to find a valid um, counter-argument. I do believe that who we are, we have very little free will about it. Like... We, we might construct these narratives that make it easier to understand who we are and give us a sense of identity. But as a whole, I think, yes, you have the power to improve yourself, but who you come into this world as, and especially that process of being a child and growing up in this world, certain things influence you and make you who you are. And yes, there, there are people who have horrendous childhoods, who, who unspeakable experiences in their youth and you know, it, it's it's like how they say, a lot of sex offenders were abused sexually as children themselves. So that there's these things that you can't really quantify properly if you just look at them in terms of what they're doing as their actions. And then I guess my approach to this and what I think is a good way to operate in this world in terms of the mindset that you hold is that, and again, it's it's what you were saying, Luke, it's and something I've had to cultivate a skill on my own as well because I'm quite like you in the sense that I've always been a diehard cynic. Like I've always been the most pessimistic person in the room. I've always looked at myself and always seen the worst of myself. And it's interesting when you do that because you can't really separate that mental process when, it, when it's between you and someone else because it just becomes the way you judge. So judgment as a whole, whether it's you or another person, it's the same process. So what I noticed, and I was so miserable during this time because I was hating on myself a lot, but that mindset would carry on to how I perceived the world and how I perceived other people. So I'd look at my friends, I'd just see the worst in them. And I'd, like the smallest little things, I'd just say, oh, you know, I wouldn't say this to them, but I'd think of them as, you know, you're so flawed, you're so broken. And I'd look at the world and I'd see the world and I'd be like, everything is just so flawed. But the real reason behind all of that is because I was approaching myself with that lens. So the moment I tried to see light in myself and cultivate 
that positivity, then that changed the way I perceived the world too. Because then I saw other people around me. And I, yes, I'd look at the person who'd cut me off in traffic or the, the person who'd bump into me on the escalator coming out of the train station. And I wouldn't look at them and be like, wow, you are such an inconvenience upon this planet. I'd be, no, you're in a rush. You're having a bad day. It's fine because there's light in you too. And I see that. And it's funny, funny enough, this comes back to Martin Luther King. There's something he said that stuck with me. And it, he said that um, hate cannot drive out hate. Only love can do that. And I think it's so true because if you do look at these idols or if you do look at these people, whether that's yourself or those around you, and you approach it with this mentality of hatred, then you are just feeding that evil that already exists. If you're looking at someone who's having a bad day and you categorize them as this evil person and you act accordingly and you act bitter towards them too, you're just fueling that fire. But the moment you step back and try to approach someone with love, even if they don't on paper deserve your love, someone you've never met, someone who cuts you off, someone who just does something bad, and you look at them and you say, I love you, I understand what's happened, um, you've done a bad thing, but I'm not going to judge you for it. I'm not going to attack you with hatred. I'm going to try to understand and make your life better. Because again, you link it back to that childhood stuff. Where you don't know why. Maybe that person's never had love in their whole entire life and they've only ever been judged. And can you really blame that person for becoming the person they did become? And then it's up to us as individuals to break that negative cycle of evil and be the force of good that force of positivity that can break that up and maybe you know over time if people did adopt this mentality there would be less negativity less hatred and you could you know approach things with a positive lens it's it's really interesting yeah like i, I definitely do agree like with what you're saying like as a, like a child you're you're shaped to what's around you and it's 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 so true because at such a young age you like I don't know if you guys remember, like, when you guys were young, you guys would be, like, looking up to, like, your older, older cousins, like, older, like, that shapes who you are, and, like, how you were saying how, um, how you were seeing, like, negative limelight of everyone, because you were seeing the negative in yourself, it's, it's good that you were able to see that, because not many people are able to realize that, hey, wait, I'm the negative one in this, I'm the reason why I see people as negative and all that, and, I used to do that as well. Like, I used to be like, oh, well, I'm so shit. I can't do this. I can't do that. Like, but the moment you change yourself, it's, it's, it's the moment it beca everything becomes cr different in the world. You see things differently. And, uh, yeah, like, I don't have an answer to your question, like, from earlier on. And we're all just rambling about it, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah. But it's good to kind of, like, get this discussion now. Because hate breeds hate, like what you were saying. But, like, love is literally the way to go. Like, you're spreading the positivity is the way to go and I'm so like like I've I still don't do always I don't always do good things in life still but like these days I'll be like well I'll, I'll try and make someone's day like if I speak to someone for the day I'll you know try and make him happy try and give him a smile because you don't know what everyone's going through at the end of the day you know um, and it's 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 crazy that like a lot of people don't realize that like a lot of people will still be like oh, I'm just gonna do my own thing like screw what everyone is and like kind of keep being negative and all that but like it's weird to see how much like you saying or you smiling back at someone or you saying like have a good day or something like changes like 
their reaction, like changes their fa- like face. Like let's say you go to a store and like you go buy some stuff and you like go to the cash register, the person serves you. You know, if you just have like that little, nice little like minute talk or something, and like that, that, like that sometimes makes someone's day. Like if someone's going through things, like you've given that little bit of positivity, they're gonna like their their mindset's gonna change for the day, and they're gonna spread it. And like it, it just becomes like a chain reaction of like spreading love. If you spread love, it, it's it's insane you say that because if you were to do that, you go you know you're the the shop assistant and you have a bit of a conversation and, and give them a bit of positivity, it's. Like anytime you do that, they'll be so surprised because it doesn't happen. Yeah. Like in society, it just never happens anymore. Like even if so like a, you know, they'll, they'll ask you how your day is. And most people will say, yeah, it's good. Mm-hmm. No one will even like make the effort to say, yeah, mine's going well, how's yours? And just that is so rare these days. And I think, yeah, that positivity, you know, if, if it was just a general thing that everyone had on their minds, just yeah, a bit of positivity each day, a bit of positivity each day, it'd make everyone else feel you know, so much better about themselves, so much better about, you know, we were talking about before humanity, you know, and, you know, all, all these, you know, wars, attacks, all this, honestly, I think, you know, those types of things, they could be somewhat of like avoided just if, you know, majority of the planet was to turn around and say, you know what, I'm not going to judge you, have a good day. Thanks for tuning in to the Prometheus podcast where we aim to bring the fire back to the people.